Welcome to episode 28 of Hair Biz Radio with your host, Zakira and Mikey. However, <laughs> Mikey is on vacation today, uh, which is well-deserved. And we have our co-host, Shay of Goals the Podcast, assisting hey, us today. What's going on, Shay? Nothing much. Thanks so much for having me, yes, Seven, from Mikey. Yes, I hope I can excited. do him justice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we are hanging out with the lovely Miss Jasmine Jackson of global beauty brand empress dream doll and they have a lot of great stuff going on over there hair care products mink eyelash strips and hair extensions she's also a hairstylist as well as she has some beauty products for us so we're gonna go ahead and dive right into this interview i'm excited to hear her story and everything that she has going on um so miss jasmine how are you today i'm good it's raining outside but i, made I it know <laughs> i hate when it rains mm, Definitely. it's gonna rain all week too. i know i saw that <laughs> I was like, no, don't mess up the weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good stuff. So how did you even get into beauty? Like, why did you want to do beauty? Why did you decide to go to hair school? And what was that journey like? So I got into beauty when I was like nine years old. So I've been doing hair for about 20 years, like wow. really doing it. <laughs> I was like braiding everybody in my neighborhood. That's when like twisty balls were popular. So mm-hmm. I always did hair. Like that's always been my thing. I just got into it kind of naturally. My mom really couldn't afford to send me to the salon, but mm-hmm. I wanted to look a certain way. So I got in the mirror and started doing it myself. And then when other people asked at 9, 10, 11, I was doing theirs, charging $5. That's just how I got started. Yeah. And your hair looks beautiful, by the way. I'm thank loving you. this color, that thank natural you. at the top. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you're actually natural. Yeah. You, yeah. So I was reading your bio and I saw that you went natural at 16 mm-hmm. and then you were a leader. So everyone was like, oh, I want to try that trend. What was that transition from getting relaxers to going natural and even sustaining or maintaining your natural hair? So in high school, I used to want my hair colored real bad, mm-hmm. but my mom didn't really let me. So I used to use peroxide to color my hair because <laughs> I wanted it lighter. Because yeah. my mom used to color her hair all the time with those little jazzing bottles. Mm-hmm. You remember those? Yes. But I, I wanted color so bad, but she didn't let me. And then I started using peroxide and it started eating my hair up. And Ooh, like it was yeah. all gone in the back. And I'm like, I'm going to see if I can just go a whole year without getting a perm. And I said it. And everybody was like, you cannot go a year. Because, you know, everybody was getting relaxers back then. Yeah. So I went a whole year and then I pressed my hair out and everybody thought I was lying. that Because my <laughs> real hair, I used to be like really on my hair. And I used to press it out and it was long and full. And they swore I had a relaxer and I didn't. And it just kind of set a trend. Like it was way before the natural hair movement thing. Because mm-hmm, yeah. I liked the relaxed look, even though I was natural. I never wore like the curly, spongy. I just liked it a good press out, but without a relaxer. So did you go to cosmetology school while you were in high school or was that something you did after high school? No, I used to want to be a nurse. So I went oh, wow. to um, okay. <laughs> so the high school that I went to, I was in the nursing program and okay. then I became a CNA and then I decided I didn't want to do that. I think a lot of times like we we look at these careers when we're in high school or middle school and we're like, oh, I want to be this when I grow up. And then when it really comes down to it, it's like, Mm-mm, that's not really what Mm-mm. I want to do. So what was that like mindset transition for you from wanting to be a nurse, like helping people in the hospitals and stuff to wanting to be this beauty brand or go into hair? Well, when I went to college, I went to Wilberforce University. You know, Beyonce just gave us some money. Y'all saw that. (laughs) Shout Um, out to Beyonce. Yeah, shout out to her. Like, campus is on fire right now. So I went to Wilberforce, and I got my degree in psychology. And Mm -hmm. I always wanted to be, like, a counseling psychologist in the beauty field and help women with, like, image, self-esteem, what colors look good for your body type. So everything I'm doing is just unfolding organically because I always wanted to do it since I was, like, 18. But now it's becoming more, um, it's just making sense, I guess. 
It's all coming together. So you went to the Veda Institute to get your cosmetology license mm-hmm. in what, Atlanta. What was that experience like? And for the people, so we have a lot of people in our hair extension group that are either looking to get into hair school or they're just getting into the beauty industry. What were some of the things that you looked for when getting into cosmetology school? Honestly, I looked for the name and the reputation. Gotcha. And I knew Aveda was like the Ivy League of beauty schools because mm-hmm. they have a really good reputation of like natural hair care products. And their brand is very clean. It's very simple. And they use everything natural, organic. So I knew I wanted to go. I used to want to go there or Paul Mitchell. And Paul Mitchell was more like fist pumping, yeah. turned up. <laughs> and Aveda is more like drinking tea and really calm. <laughs> and I just had to choose who I wanted to be. And I chose Aveda because I wanted to steer more in that direction. Did you ever second guess that choice? Yes. You did? How did you kind of convince yourself that you made the right decision? I think when people go to any school, especially HBCUs, hair schools, you have these high expectations yes. of how it's going to be. Yes. But the day-to-day of it is like nothing like what people think. Like, even being on campus, it's like, this is it. This food in the <laughs> calf. Like, you don't, you just see the big picture or like mm-hmm. the 30 seconds they sell you on the on the TV or mm-hmm. on the, when they do the promo. But the day to day and waking up and going and sitting through class and roller sets and perms. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> but then when you talk to everybody from every other hair school, everybody has the same complaints. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's hair school. You just got to get these 1,500 hours and get it over with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what were some of the things, because a lot of stuff they don't teach you in hair school. No. So what were some of the things? things that you were self-taught that you didn't learn in hair school that really helped you through your career? To be totally honest, when I went to Aveda, I honestly had a culture shock Mm. because I'm such a braider weave girl and they're all like round brushing and layers and cut. Yeah. And the people that couldn't braid, they would be like turning red walking out of class. And I'm like, (laughs) come on girl, I got you. Just three pieces. And I'm showing them. But then when it came to that round brush, I did not have it in my wrist. And they're Mm. like, oh, we got you. And it was just, it was so different. Like, I'm really from somewhere else. Like, that's how I felt, honestly. Yeah. And then once, it, by the end, everybody come together and they could braid a little bit. And I'm I'm mean with a round brush. <laughs> so it's like, I already knew how to braid and do quick weaves and all of that. I did not touch none of that in hair school. In fact, mm-hmm. I get on YouTube a lot or I take people's classes because they don't teach that. Right. But on the other hand, they were wanting to know, you know, what's going on in our community. What classes can I take? Because they teach you how to color and mm-hmm. cut and do a good round brush, but yeah. not styling like frontals and closures and how to properly lay a wig. No, like that's not hair school it's stuff. It's not. Especially <laughs> where I went. Mm-mm. Yeah. But those things are becoming so universal. Frontals, closures, wigs, weaves, um, mm-hmm. outside of just clip-ins for certain communities of culture. Everyone's like getting into the wig game now, mm-hmm. especially. Do you think you kind of have a one-up on a lot of the people maybe that were in your classes before because you already had that training? Or at that time, was it not as popular yet? It wasn't that popular yet. Well, it was It was on cutting edge. Like What was that, two years ago, three mm-hmm. So um, I have a client who I style that mm-hmm. I travel with, and um, we actually just went to Tulsa, Oklahoma for a, a big conference, and mm-hmm. it was nothing but white people. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you those girls were gone crazy about her wigs, like, <laughs> how does it look like it's coming out of her scalp? Yeah. And it really just, it gave me a breath of fresh air with the wigs, because it's just not like the typical Atlanta girl choosing through who she wants to go mm-hmm. on Instagram, who uh, got the yeah. most followers. Mm-hmm. These girls were like, teach us whatever you know, we'll pay anything. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, (laughs) literally, she trains thousands of them. So they're all like her hair. So she got so many wigs. We do so many different colors. And it just was, it's so crazy and impressive to me to see like where I live, they don't do this. Mm -mm. But Tulsa, Oklahoma, they like, you guys are hair gods. So it felt good. Like it was different because it's it's like over there, it it made me want to do it again. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can do this. 
over here you you like star. Atlanta is like how much everybody you do. Yeah, like everybody doesn't. No, nobody really wants to go for quality. It's all about like, oh, okay, they're cheaper. I'm gonna go to there. But then when you take it out, it's like, oh, my edges are gone. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Yeah, they want to go for quality or honestly popularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you actually have a wig line. You do you do wigs? You sew wigs? Mm-hmm. All of that. So talk to us a little bit about some of the techniques that you use when you do your wigs. Okay, so um, I do full lace wigs mm-hmm. and then I do custom handmade wigs. So making wigs for like the past maybe five or six years, I, you go through all the different weave caps, all the different kind of thread, all the different kind of ways you can do it. So mm-hmm. I, to me, I have a really unique way I do it because of the cap that I use. I use like a breathable cap. I make sure they're really full. And then you got the option to do a closure or a frontal. Mm-hmm. And with mine, like when I do mine, I take mine on and off every day. So I use yes. like the got to be <laughs> stuff around my edges because yeah. I got to sleep good and mm-hmm. I'm single. This wig is coming off. <laughs> You know, when this bra come off, this wig comes yes. off too. I'm chilling. And I'm not leaving the house. And I'm not. Right. What's and that I'm not. meme? Um, it says, don't abandon your headscarf for no dude because they don't care about your edges like you do. Period. <laughs> Period. Don't you leave that scarf for him. He don't deserve you. No. So, no. so I think the way that I do wigs, people like it mm-hmm. because when I do my full lace wigs, I pluck the hairline. I know how to um, color the inside to make it look like it's your scalp. Yeah. And then when it comes to my custom wigs, I can make it full enough and... You usually satisfied with my quality of hair, so it's pretty good. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Okay, I have a question about Gots to Be Glue. I feel like you're an expert, <laughs> so I can okay. ask you this. Yes. Is it safe for people who have a latex allergy, do you know? Because it's not really a glue, right? It's more of a gel. It's a gel. It's and a it's gel. so sticky that it lays like a glue. Yeah. But Yeah, so like if you have a latex allergy, you should be fine, right? Yeah, but I would Google it. Like, I've been Googling it so much, and like no one has the answer. It's okay. so frustrating. Do you have a latex allergy? I do. The only thing we can do is try it out. I use Gats to be glue sometimes, and what I'll do is I'll take the free spray, the Gats to be free spray, mm-hmm. and I'll spray it on there, blow dry it for a little bit, and then put it on there. But mm-hmm. for some mm-hmm. reason, mine will only last like a couple days. That's how long they last. Oh, that is, okay. Yeah, because okay. right? you know, people post stuff and they'll be like, a week. You don't have to come see me in a week. And then, you know, your lace just be coming up and it's folding like, mm-hmm. and four days. That's because we don't honestly hairstylists don't show the aftermath. Yeah. Like everybody look good going out the door. Oh, and yeah. I really, really try to coach people on the truth about lace before they even get them. Like yeah. I'll do a thorough breakdown. If you're not high maintenance, if you're not gonna pay it, if you don't feel like dealing with your hair, a lace front is not for you yeah. because they're so high maintenance, but they're so pretty. Day number one. Day number two, day number three, by day number four, you starting to see the lace and you starting to, the glue is peeling. Maybe not that soon, but yeah. if you work out, they're not for you it's or you're going to see that fast. Yeah. Or if you, you know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. do a lot of heavy activity, it's not the hairstyle for you. Like you have to really be in a place where the air is on and you can chill and your lace <laughs> is not going to roll up. I'm, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like they so pretty day one and day two. Maybe yeah. Maybe the first week. Yeah. But then the touch-ups and the maintenance and the glue is sticky. But that's the part of it that people don't really talk about because mm-hmm. they're so cute and they're thinking about the money. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. hot right now. So yeah. girls just want it. Yeah. But no, it's, it's not always a way to go if you're not a lace wearer. Like yeah. I have a literal niche of lace wearers who mm-hmm. get it. They pay what I'm charging. They come in to see me every week or every 10 days and they have no problem because they're lace girls. Yeah. Especially girls who probably didn't have baby hair before or mm-hmm. they don't relax their hair as much. They want that flawless look with mm-hmm. those baby hair and they're yep. like, they willing to pay whatever to get it, you know? Yeah, definitely. I wish you were here last week and I would have spoken to you. I literally just <laughs> took my weed, my fronts off everything and I was like, it was my uh, first yeah, time. I had, had it for a week. Like, I was like, you were frustrated. Days. <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah. I was like, uh-uh, it's a lot. Off. 
And I think that's like a huge misconception with like wearing like frontals and wigs and stuff like that because everyone thinks, oh, it's a protective style. I can wear it. It's for me. But like, that's not really the case. Mm -hmm. It is a protective style Mm -hmm. as it relates to staying off your hair and Mm -hmm. keeping the heat off your hair. But protective styles come in all different forms, as we can see. Like uh, one of my wigs that I make, um, and I use a um, breathable cap, but I do it with closure. So my clients who want to take their wig on and off, I do a nice braid down, and then they can put it on, and then they can take it right off and hang it up. Yes. Like, you see, sometimes (laughs) when I do clients and they'll have clips in it, I'll do some weeks where I say we got to take the clips out because I can't let it, if it's too much tension, that's just the risk that you run. And Mm -hmm. I got to be totally honest because that's just the truth. Like, it's so flawless. It's so pretty. It is a, a protective style, but we can't, we got to either move the combs or we got to take them out for a week because I can't keep letting it rub up right there or right there on the back of your neck. Yeah. So they say, okay, can we just move them up? Or, okay, I got you. I'll be easy this week. I'll just take them out. They mm-hmm. listen because they know I know what I'm talking about right. and I'm very passionate. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So um, coming out of hair school, did you go directly into a salon or I know you're in a suite now. Where did you start off at? So as soon as I graduated from hair school, um, I already had a couple of different clients and, um, I had one client in particular who only wanted me to color her hair. Like, she thought I could color so good because I went to Aveda. <laughs> but she was, her stylist was a, a celebrity stylist here mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And I colored some extensions for her. And I went with her to her appointment because she was going to try to pitch me to get over there. Her assistant at that time was um, pregnant and she was leaving. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to try to get you in. As soon as she took the hair out the bag, she said, who colored that hair? Her, she did. <laughs> and it was just, she said, you looking for somewhere to work? I'm like, yeah. She said, can you start today? I said, yeah. Heck yeah. And she said, okay, I'm going to call my manager. We're going to have a conference call, and I want you to start tomorrow. And her assistant was like maybe five months pregnant at the time, and it literally went just like that. And I assisted her for like a year. Mm -hmm. So I had the opportunity to work with a lot of your favorites on TV, a lot of the hot shows here in Atlanta, and I did that, and it was great. And then I went to a salon after that. So what principles or business strategies did you learn working in that salon or with that particular person that you were able to take over into your private suite? Because I know it's a lot different being a salon owner versus Mm -hmm. a suite owner. So what were some of the tips that you were able to transfer over that kind of helped you in that process? Well, she wasn't actually in a salon at that time. She moved into a salon later. So we were working from her house. Oh, wow. And we were on set a lot. So it was kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, what I learned was speed. Like the... One of the number one things with her brand was the speed and how fast we could go. So mm-hmm. me and the other assistant, because she still worked with me until she had the baby. Right. But we had to braid fast and I had to curl fast and press out fast. But she sold really quickly. So it was like literally like an assembly line. Like oh, we wow. would do like 17 people a day. Yeah. Like on the wow. regular, starting at six in the morning <laughs> and we were pumping. So yes. that taught me work ethic. Work, I was just about to say like work no ethic other. crazy. Yeah. She has a really, really good work ethic. And then we, I just learned speed. Like you got to hurry up. People don't have all day. Yeah. Like they ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about these products. Okay. Yes. So how long ago did you actually launch the product line, the hair care product line? So can I give you a little story? Yeah. <laughs> so um, no, seriously, it's long story short, short story shorter. When I was in college, I was, was wanting to be a YouTuber. So I started my YouTube channel doing fun, easy beauty tips. Yeah. And I used to take a raw egg and crack it and put it in my hair. And I would show girls how good my hair looked after I put this egg in there. So when I moved to Atlanta, it started getting popular because everybody liked my natural hair. Like, mm-hmm. what do you use? What do you use? And at first, I was kind of like, people, they not going to get it. Like, nobody's going to put this raw egg in their hair. <laughs> Let me tell you, I tried to put a raw egg in my hair before I mixed it with, like, some beer and I think it was some mayonnaise. And I set up on the dryer for a little bit to do, like, a little deep condition. The egg started frying up. I was to say, that doesn't even sound good. <laughs> no, no. no. If you put raw egg and you rinse it with uh, warm water, water to fry it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Your hair. Okay. So, yeah. It was, I'm just like, so on my YouTube channel, if you pull it up, it's still out there. Um. <laughs> 
So I was showing how I would crack a raw egg and I would mix her in essential oils, whip it together, paint it on my hair, let it sit, and then I would rinse it and I would show how good my hair looked pressed out. So um, when I moved here, people were asking and it started getting popular. Mm -hmm. And um, one person in particular, she asked and she had a large following on social media and I did her hair that way. And she shouted it out like, I don't know what jazz did to my hair, but I love it. (laughs) So I have a, a friend who's a chemist and I called her. I said, girl... I don't know what's going on. My social media is blowing up. Like I am in a window of opportunity. I need your help. Yes. So I end up um, telling her. So her and I worked together for months on the formula and she would ship me some product and I would say, okay, go lighter on the argon, go heavier on this. I don't like the texture and I'm feeling it, smelling it. Yes. So we worked together and then in 2016, I launched um, Excellent Hair Care, which was the one with the egg in it. And yeah. it was mainly for natural hair. It was like 96% naturally derived. All good. But I started noticing how much girls didn't really care about their real hair. I couldn't believe it. Mm. I mean, out of all the products out here for natural hair, it's a million. I can name 50 of them right now. Yeah. There was nothing with a niche for weave. So a year later, because I launched for my birthdays, my birthday is like holidays to me. So, yeah. like, boom. <laughs> so, so in 2016, I launched Excellent. And then in 2017, in October, I launched the Spectacular Weave Wash because I wanted to create something specifically for weaves. And let me back up a little bit. The chemist and I split ways because she could no longer formulate for my company because she had so much on her plate. Yeah. So I ended up buying my formula from her and now I make everything myself 100%. Right. Yes. Wow. Yes. Black like girl magic. Wow. Yes. Wow. So, um, yes. So now I think I can make anything. Girl. I, I got list of products coming out. <laughs> so then I launched Spectacular Weave Wash in 2017. And what the two main ingredients in the Spectacular is the collagen and the coconut. And the collagen is to make your weave to appear to be fuller longer because you know mm. how collagen plumps it up because mm-hmm. if you wash your weave and you brush it too much it starts to look dull and brittle and eventually you go from like a 26 inch to a 20 inch to a 12 because it's snapping you yes. wonder what happened yeah you wonder what happened <laughs> so it's got collagen to make it look fuller and plumper and then it's got the coconut to keep it from snapping and breaking on the ends mm-hmm. so the weave wash does really good and the communities that I work with here in Atlanta who need to be on all the time who are constantly getting curled and pressed mm-hmm. out you frying it so they, they live for the weave wash because it yes. smells real good and it's, it's very light. If you know anything about good shampoo for wigs, I'm having my nails because I need a fill-in. Oh, <laughs> if you know anything about good products for wigs and weaves, you don't want a heavy shampoo because if it's heavy, it's too greasy and it'll yeah. weigh the hair down. Yeah. I have a lot of essential oils in here. However, it's really thin. So when you use it, you don't need that much and it lathers up real good. Mm-hmm. And when you wash it and rinse, you'll smell it. And then you come back behind it with the conditioner to seal the deal. So is this good for people who wear color as well? Yes, it's safe for color. I actually made a video on my page with um some blue extensions mm-hmm. that I color and then we washed it with the weave wash and it doesn't bleed. Great. Let me ask you because you uh you know talked about owning your formula at this point. There were quite a few articles put out recently about natural hair products uh containing harmful ingredients and you know they're the hair products that a lot of people in the black community use. What did you kind of think about that as somebody who owns their own formula seeing that these toxic chemicals are inside these products that we're all using and it can cause cancer, asthma, infertility. And uh, what do you kind of ensure that your formula has to make sure that that's not something that your product will do? Well, excellent. It's sulfate-free, paraben-free, all of that. As I mm. said, it's like 96% naturally derived. Yeah. It's got all essential oils in it. Excellent. It's got the, the real egg in it. Yeah. And it's great. However, if you read on articles with natural hair, you'll see All the girls in the natural hair community talk about how harsh the um, natural shampoo makes their hair feel Mm -hmm. because it gets it like squeaky clean and it's kind of like 
Like, yeah. I don't know why it's like that. And I've been playing with my formula and researching different oils and stuff because I know it cleans it really well mm-hmm. and it it's natural. However, you, the conditioner is not, but it doesn't matter about conditioner because it's just the shampoo, which is cleaning it and getting all this dirt up out of it. But when it comes to the conditioner, you just want to go behind it, do a deep condition or let some, not oil, because if you press it out, then it'll be too weighed down. Mm-hmm. But you want to do some kind of deep um, nourishment on the hair mm-hmm. in order to get it back where it needs to be. But when it comes to the shampoos, they can be kind of harsh. Mm-hmm. But mine's in particular is, like I said, sulfate-free, paraben-free. It's all natural, so you don't have that problem. The weave wash is not. The weave wash is not sulfate-free, paraben, because oh. it doesn't matter because it's not touching your scalp and you're just trying to get a, a good clean for your weave. Yeah. So let's talk about this edge custard. Okay. I live for a good edge control. <laughs> <laughs> what was the driving force behind the edge control? Okay, so you know how people, um, this is just a, a different nugget. You know how people say, um, I'm going to do a million things a million times until one of them things make me a million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's bad advice. Yeah. That's really <laughs> bad. Don't do Don't that. Don't do it. No. And what I learned um, in the entrepreneurial world, being a hairstylist with a product line, is that you want to learn how to do one thing a million ways. Yeah. You don't want to do a million things. Because if you're doing 19 things and everything you can't focus you $1, yeah. that's just $19 <laughs> yeah. versus focusing on one thing. So when I learned hair, if I do hair, I can provide you extensions. Mm-hmm. And then you need something to wash it with. So I got your shampoo. And every girl lives for a, a good edge control, whether I like it or not. I can't leave any money on the table because I know the girls live for a good edge control. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just kind of incorporated that into the line as well. Shampoo, conditioner, edge control, you ready to go out the door. So is it good for people with natural hair? Because, you know, a lot of times like people with natural hair, they use edge control and it'll just curl them right back up. Mm-hmm. Is it, I guess, safe for people with natural hair where it'll actually last for 12 plus hours? Yeah, is it effective? Okay, so I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. <laughs> you and all the viewers want live. <laughs> so um, one of the things that I do, honestly, uh, when I do edge control that all of my clients know me for that they try to do and they, they show me what they did is I use edge control, but then I go behind it with like that much black gel. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you remember before edge control came, we all yeah. acting different. It was, it was pro <laughs> Black gel, yeah. It like, was stay, that, stay big, humble. that big black yeah. jar with the white top on exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Or the dollar one. Yeah. yeah. So I said, stay humble. Y'all know what we came from before this edge control craze. Sit down. Yeah. So it's a real good mix. And that's, that's yeah. honestly what I do. I put a little bit of edge control and then I come right behind it with black gel and it just, it lays for the guards. Yeah. And it lay all day. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. Yeah. Take that home. Yeah. It was my secret, but then all my clients, they just, what you be doing? So I just, I just put a little black gel with it. So um, for somebody who's looking to get into the beauty industry, maybe they know how to do hair really well um, and they're trying to get more business savvy, like on the business side, what's one tip that you can give them to just keep going or to just get started? You know what? To be honest, the first thing I'm going to tell people is to get a good mentor. Mm-hmm. Like um, I met Crystal when I was like a freshman in college, maybe. Because she was my mentor. So I've mm-hmm. been knowing her for like 10 plus years. Yeah. And I can just remember because Crystal was so established and I'm just like, oh my God, I love her. <laughs> and um, I actually met her through a program that I did when I was living in New York. And so when I met her, I had so many ideas and I was so excited. I'm like, I want to do this. I'm like, Wait, slow down. Yeah. Bring it in. Because when you're young and ambitious, you mm-hmm. just want to do everything. everything. Yeah. You know, and it's okay. Now we live in a society where everybody is a serial entrepreneur mm-hmm. and it looks so cool. Yeah. yeah. But you have to be winning somewhere. Or mm-hmm. just if you don't, it looks like you're all over the place. Yeah. Yes. And so I think one of the things that helped me steer in the right direction was having a really good mentor that could help kind of guide and help me ditch a lot of potholes and mistakes. Yeah. Because you have somebody in your ear saying, don't do that. I did this. This is what happened. And, and you know, when you put that into the universe, you kind of attract amazing people mm-hmm. who can kind of say, hey. I saw your so-and-so. 
it would help if you did blah, blah, blah. And you get those gems and those nuggets yeah. and they just stick with you. Yep. That's kind of how Gems with Jazz was birthed as well. Oh, oh yes. Wow. Gems yeah. with Jazz. So we can go ahead and dive right into it. Um, <laughs> okay. I was, I was looking... just going to say really quick, though, I think that that says so much about you. It says that you're teachable. And I think so many people don't take that away from like mentorship. Yes. They just yes. think that like this person's just trying to tell me what to do. I'm just going to go ahead and do what I was going to do anyway. But like, no, when you're teachable and you're receptive and you listen, look how far you can get. Like, yeah. yeah. I had those moments, too. <laughs> like, she do not know what she's talking about. <laughs> when you're young, you don't know. Yeah. We think we know everything. Yes, you do. 16, then, 17. Oh my God. Yeah. And you <laughs> we even, know everything. You look back like, what was I thinking? Right. You just didn't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think that um, there's a phrase that I like, and it says, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Mm. And so Ooh, I, yep. think, I think I've when you're that, ready yeah. and you position yourself, it just happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think the other thing with mentors is, is we have to realize, even though we're the mentee, we're, we still have a responsibility to pour into our mentor. So I have, I have a, a mentor and she's like, wow, I've learned so much with you being my mentee. And I thought that, you know, she was just pouring into me. But I think it's a, a reciprocated relationship, mutual beneficial mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. Um, it can't just be parasitic where we're always taking, 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 mm-hmm. taking. Mm-hmm. You have to add value to that person as well. But I think it starts off that way, though, because yeah. we have to pour so much. Because mm-hmm. I have a little mentor now, too. And Chris was like, I think it's funny that you have a mentee. Because she's 17. <laughs> yeah. She's a senior. And she's hanging around me a lot. But she knows a lot. And she's extremely creative. Mm-hmm. But when I think when the relationships first start, like... Crystal was pouring into me more because yeah. you just need so much. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. when you start blossoming, you could come out and then you can give back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the same with not just mentee and mentor, but also just like your network in general, mm-hmm. like you mentioned with your chemists, like how you guys were able to come together and bring both you know, your skill sets together and make an amazing product. Mm-hmm. And then even... For you to be able to say, you know, we had to part ways because she was so busy or whatever the case like. That just says so much about being a good person in any relationship yeah. and being able to kind of give and take. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so these gems, gems with jazz, dinner party. I glanced on your social media and saw it looked beautiful, by the way. <laughs> um, and she said that, you know, it was coming soon. So talk to us a little bit about how that was birthed. Like what was the story behind that and then what we can look forward to. Okay. So I recently became a board certified performance coach. Yes. So I got Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm evolving as yes. a hairstylist. Yes. I'm moving into because you know, as a stylist, everybody comes to us for everything, not mm-hmm. just hair and wardrobe. It'll it'll turn into a crying session, it'll turn into an event session, mm-hmm. it'll turn into what you think I should be doing, Jazz? Like for real. What do you see me doing? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but you gotta just, you know, well, what do you like to do? Yeah. And so um I was introduced to that world by one of my clients who's a a coach. She's like a master coach, the one that travels everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so um I became a board certified coach. And so I drop a lot of gems and a lot of nuggets because I was raised in the church. Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of that in me. Yeah. And so in this world of millennials, you're probably not gonna get them to come to a church building mm-hmm. or they're probably gonna get on YouTube and get a word and then they'll go back in their lives and be fine. So I asked God, how am I gonna infiltrate? myself as a young millennial and a believer mm-hmm. and still maintain my integrity while delivering your word because mm. I don't see me on a podium I, love I don't see me all dressed up with those long suits from back in the day yeah. and you know <laughs> and, and I had a lot of um struggle coming out of where I grew up in the church versus mm-hmm. where I am now mm-hmm. because I always thought that if you wanted to make money and be rich you were going to hell because mm-hmm. that's the way they taught us yeah. like you know you don't need money. The rapture is coming. Just stay saved. <laughs> yeah. Stay prayed up and yeah. fast. And so as a kid, you just always scared to live. Like, yeah. oh my God, God is coming. Yeah. But you don't know what that means as yeah. a child. So as an adult, 
I can look back and laugh on a lot of the turn around three times and slap your neighbor in the air. <laughs> like, High five your neighbor's name, neighbor. <laughs> yeah, why do I keep talking to this neighbor? Yeah. I don't want to talk. Just, just tell me what I need to do. So it's just um now I can make light of it. And people started coming into my world when I did it. So I, I felt that I had a niche with that because people that know me know I grew up in a church. Graduated from college, but I also had um, some pitfalls in my life. Yeah. Public ones. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, with Gems with Jazz is just like me giving my word on Instagram or giving my my thoughts and hashtagging Gems with Jazz. So, then people were sharing them and reposting mm-hmm. them. I'm like, oh, okay. They listen to me. Hold on. <laughs> so, it, it, got, it became fun. And then I had my very first coaching event two Sundays ago called Grits and Goals. Yes. Which How is, was that? It was the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we had it catered. Mm-hmm. We had uh, bottomless mimosas. We had people from everywhere. It was me and I teamed up with two of my coaching buddies. And we just basically talked about nuggets on how to guide your way through life using childhood parables to do it. Mm-hmm. So like That's I was cool. Little Red Riding Hood. I talked about distractions and giving away too much information and how it can backfire on you. Yeah. Hence how she told the wolf that where she was going. How yeah. He got to the grandma house in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Versus you keep it to yourself. You would. So uh, the, yeah. um, and then it. we had the bear and mm-hmm. he talked about um picking... What's too hot? What's too cold? What's just right? Wow. Like this goal is too big. Start with something small. Make something more realistic. Mm-hmm. And then we had Goldilocks, but she was G-O-A-L, gold. Oh, so she talked it. about how to get you to your goals and how to make sure you go places that fit. Because yeah. remember wow. the porch, this was too hot. This mm-hmm. was too cold. Make sure you get somewhere that fits you, that can handle you. So we're now, um, we're taking it on the road. We're going to do yeah. a Grits and Goals tour because the first so one cool. was so good. I but it was it. great. I love it. I saw you did it with um, Chanaza. Shout out to Chanaza. I love her. Mm-hmm. I love her. That's who I travel with. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Chanaza. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah. what What's coming up new? Any new products launching? Any? Yeah. What's, so, what's, what's um, the secret? You already told secret. us you had a list. Yeah. So yeah, I got to know. Okay. <laughs> so um, basically, when I first started, I was like so excited about the products, the colors, the bottles. But now I'm coming into um, a little bit more... I'm going to say I'm getting a little bit more mature. Mm-hmm. And so my products have a more uniform look with mm-hmm. excellent and spectacular and the edge control. So I'm changing my bottles and my packaging. Yes. And I'm just doing a whole revamp to the company right now. And it's all going to be, um, I'm relaunching it on June 15th. So just look out for that. It's still good stuff in the bottle, but it's just going to look totally different. Yep. I love it. I love yeah. it. And then you have some biotin here. Talk to us about that. Um, I carry this on my website just okay. because I know girls are always looking for a good hair, skin, and nail vitamin. Yeah. But biotin, that has like 5,000 MCGs, mm-hmm. which if you know anything about that, you know if you take two of those, yep. that's 10,000 MCGs a day and your hair is going to be flawless. Yeah. Your skin is going to be shining. Your nails are going to go fast. Mm-hmm. That's why I need to fill in. But um, biotin <laughs> is just good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I sell a lot of that on, on my site and my clients buy it because they just love it. So- and it's a good brand too. Talk to us a little bit about the hair skin. So they have like, I've seen the It Works hair, skin and nail vitamins or mm-hmm. like a hair infinity mm-hmm. or they have tons of different hair, skin and nail vitamins. What is your take on taking a hair, skin and nail vitamin versus just biotin? I used to take a real good hair, skin, and nail vitamin. Mm-hmm. I used to take Nature's Valley from mm-hmm. Walmart. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what, yeah, that's and what I I've been taking. I swore about those. I loved them. Yeah. <laughs> but then I knew how much more I wanted to focus on my hair and mm-hmm. how much more girls are really focused on their hair over nails or just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just take the biotin and it's going to focus on your hair. Yeah. You know? So um, for someone who wants to get their hair thicker and longer and they start taking the biotin, how long would you say they would see results? after starting to use it consistently. I'm glad you said that. And I'm glad you said consistently. (laughs) Because, you know, honestly, natural takes longer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're going to see results over time. But you really got to give yourself 
like two months yeah. before you really start seeing. Like yeah. I can't say ten days later. It yeah. went from like no. <laughs> You're gonna have inches. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we'll try like hair products, for instance, we'll go get like a shampoo and conditioner or we'll get like this growth treatment mm-hmm. and we'll put it on our hair for like four or five days and be like, Mm-mm, this product it's not working. Not working. I don't want yeah. it. I want my wearing money a waist trainer. Like <laughs> yeah. this waist trainer is not working. <laughs> you wore it twice. Yeah, right. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> um so before we go, tell our listeners just one tip that you have in general in life or business or whatever it is that that they would be able to take from it's gonna sound generic but i'm serious keep god first yeah like i read proverbs probably every day psalms and that kind of stuff just keep me grounded yeah and keep your circle small and tight yeah because as you grow and as you go further you'll realize how many more people you're attracting and you can attract some of the wrong kind of energy but if you keep you if you keep yourself centered and grounded it's easier to weed out the real from the fake and you'll be more app to not go into the distraction yes i love it i love just it just keep god first and just keep a notebook write down everything yes and then share with us your social media website information or that's relaunching on june 15th but just share with everybody where they can find you online so my personal instagram is at miss jasmine jackson m-s-j-a-z-m-i-n-e-j-a-c-k-s-o-n <laughs> and then um the hair page is uh at empress dream doll so, so you'll see a lot of my work and all the wigs and stuff on the Empress Dream Doll page. Yep. Make sure you guys go follow her on Instagram. Check her out on Facebook. Make sure you look into these products. I definitely want to try some. And then shout out to just Black Girl Magic. Yes. Doing it. Yes. yes. Girl bossing all over the place. So yeah. anything, any last words, Shay? No, I was definitely going to say, though, make sure when you purchase her packaging, same products and different packaging, mm-hmm. let her know what you think of the new bold moves she's made with the design. That's amazing. Thank I just you. For you to know, like, I need to switch it up and change my design up. That's a hard thing to part with when yeah. you've had it for so long. So congratulations. Thank you. But it's actually on sale because I took the website down and I'm going to actually post it on my social media today. You can just purchase it through Cash App because the product is on sale. So you get, it's usually two for 23. Mm-hmm. So now it's um the shampoo and conditioner for $15. Okay. And you can just Cash App it and put your address in the description. And we've been just shipping it out like that. Okay. And what we'll do is we'll add the links and everything. Right? <laughs> we'll add the links and everything to our show notes um, okay. online so everybody can just kind of click it and go directly to where it is. Okay. Um, so shout out to Jasmine for hanging out with us. Yes, um, and make sure you guys. Subscribe to Hair Biz Radio on on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher Radio.